so I got up early this morning, came into work, brewing some coffee, um, and I'm right in the middle of a pretty good intermittent fast period, so I thought I'd take a few minutes and just kind of explain what that is and why I'm doing it. So intermittent fasting is becoming a little bit more popular in the last couple of years. It's, it's been around for thousands and millions of years. Obviously, humans, from an evolutionary standpoint, have, a, have fasted for a variety of reasons. Most of the time, it was because they couldn't find food couldn't afford it or whatever, or it was part of their religious culture. So we definitely have the ability to go extended hours, extended days without any type of food, and we can still function. We can still think, move, lift things, you know, perform at a, a fairly high level. Obviously, it's not the best, not the most optimal, but we can do it. And for a long time, me personally, I was afraid to go long periods of time without eating. I kind of had this nutrient timing belief just hammered in my mind that if I wasn't eating, I was going catabolic. I was going to lose all this muscle. I wasn't going to be able to think well. I'd be tired. And now the more I learn about physiology, metabolism, intermittent fasting, ketogenic diet, things like that, I realize I was really afraid of it for no particular reason. So a lot of people are starting to experiment with intermittent fasting protocols, some for weight loss purposes, some for health benefits, and some for more of the psychological or kind of mindfulness type of aspect of it. So again, a lot of different reasons to, to try it out, and I highly recommend doing it. If anything, it really helps you to take a moment and reflect on your relationship with food. Kind of a weird thing to say, but uh, what I've realized is so much of my day was just built around when my next meal is going to be, what it's going to be, stressing out about it, um, or not being able to properly control how much I was eating, or, you know, kind of the, the just binging types of food eating behaviors, because I thought it was what I needed to do to get big and strong or whatever. So, again, fasting has, has really just forced me to sit down and, and really think about that. And, again, it's kind of interesting to see some of the, the tendencies that I have personally. So, the way you can go about intermittent fasting is you can, I'd say there's probably two primary ways. One of them is a complete, ultra, just day-long fast. You literally go about 24 hours without eating anything. That would probably be more the extreme. Well, I shouldn't even say that. Let's throw a third one in there. Let's throw like a multi-day fast in there. So literally three to five days where you don't eat anything at all. That would probably kind of be more of the extreme version. The second one would be you go about 24 hours without eating. So you usually pick one or two days a week where you just say, I'm not eating today. Uh, you still drink water. Um, you can have you know, different vitamins and minerals, things like that, but really you can't have anything with calories in it. So no butter in the coffee, no branched amino acids, technically, you know, anything like that would be off the table. And then the third option is more of time-restricted feeding type of an intermittent fasting approach where you have these feeding windows. And this is something that you can do every day. So for this type of protocol or strategy, you would go about, uh, eight hours of the day would be your feeding window, feeding window, uh, and then the rest of the 16 hours would be your fast. So you could, 
you know, a, a real easy way to go about this is to just obviously after dinner, you don't eat anything the rest of the night, you sleep, so you're fasting while you're sleeping, and then just skip breakfast. That way your first meal would be around 10, noon, obviously depending on what time your dinner was. So that's probably the most common way to go about it, and I think probably the easiest because you can get in a pretty good routine from doing that. Um, most people's have skipped breakfast anyway, and it's kind of ironic to see the pendulum swing the other direction here because for the longest time it was you need to eat four to six meals a day, you need to eat breakfast, it's the most important meal of the day, and now again we're realizing no, that's not really the case. Uh, if anything, you know, from a, a health perspective, it, it might sometimes be advantageous to, to skip breakfast every once in a while. So, and this is different than a performance benefit. So for athletes, especially athletes training multiple times a day, I really wouldn't recommend doing this. I, I wouldn't recommend intermittent fasting because they need that energy. They need those calories. They need those specific nutrients around their training times. So for optimal performance and for athletes, uh, again, I really wouldn't recommend intermittent fasting. This is more so for just general population, individuals who aren't training or exercising at high levels and are just looking for ways to improve, whether it's metabolic efficiency, um, improve health, help them with weight loss, and things of that nature. So again, if we get into some of the reasons or benefits from doing it, it can help facilitate weight loss. It's nothing really magical as to how fasting does that other than the fact that you're just eliminating a meal uh, throughout the day if we just kind of focus on the third option where you'd be skipping breakfast so that way you're more likely to keep your calorie intake under control throughout the rest of the day it's just hard to consume excess calories when you're shortening up your feeding window now that's to say this is for people that can have some type of control the rest of the day. So if you skip breakfast, but then you overindulge for lunch and dinner, it's not really going to matter, and you're in the same spot that you were eating regularly. So when you skip breakfast, your next couple of meals should be your normal type of meal um, amount and content and things like that. So you can't overindulge for the rest of the day. So again, the reason why it can help with weight loss is because you're it's just easier to restrict calories and help put you in a calorie deficit to help you lose weight, especially if you're doing an entire day fast. Obviously there, you're definitely going to be in a calorie deficit because you didn't eat anything that entire day. So it can be beneficial for weight loss. I mentioned earlier that it can help improve metabolic efficiency. So what that means is your body becomes more adapted to better use different fuel sources within the body. So when you don't eat anything you're not kind of flooding the body with energy carbohydrates fats and things like that so it has to look internally for different fuel stores the the biggest kind of adaptation that we see is you become better at burning fat as a fuel source so um, you're more likely to better utilize fat as a fuel when you go through extended periods of fast if you're fasting long enough you can even start to enter a state of kind of nutritionally induced ketosis uh, similar to what you would get if you were following a full-blown ketogenic diet and again what that means is that you've restricted carbohydrates or you're just not eating carbohydrates to the point where now you can take 
some of the constituents of fat and convert them into ketones, and that's an alternative fuel source. So again, we become more metabolically efficient. We can look elsewhere and become better adept at using different fuels to produce energy. And then also, kind of along that same line, is fasting can improve things like insulin sensitivity. So for people who are borderline, type 2 diabetic, pre-diabetic, things like that, going extended periods without eating helps you kind of jumpstart your body and specifically your, your musculature to insulin. So you jumpstart that sensitivity. Now you, be, you become more responsive to insulin levels and help, help with promoting the uptake of glucose and sugar into different cells, which is something that if, if you are diabetic, that's a challenge for you to do. So fasting can help improve insulin sensitivity. Um, it can also even provide some cognitive benefits. So when people do enter ketosis uh, and things like that, they actually kind of experience increases in alertness and cognitive function. Um, so it can provide some psychological benefits as well. And then, again, some of the last benefits where it helps, I don't know, it just improves your relationship with food forces you to become a little bit more mindful of how you eat and some of your eating patterns. So if you want to call that a benefit, I could we could throw that in there as well. Uh, some of the challenges of it, obviously you're not eating, so people that really like food have a lot of issues with hunger cravings. Sometimes it can be challenging. Me personally, uh, doing the 16-8 hour fast uh, while you're sleeping, obviously that helps to eliminate some of that time where you might be feeling hungry and then I I go with coffee in the morning so that helps curb my appetite a little bit provide some additional energy with the caffeine um, and that's usually enough to get me through the next eating you know period around 10 noon whenever it happens to be so from a, again a hunger standpoint I personally I don't think it's that difficult to overcome. I haven't really done a lot of the extended day fasts, at least not voluntarily. I've had to do it for some medical reasons in the past. And yeah, I'd say around the 16 hour mark, you do fight some hunger pains. But then after that, probably once you start entering ketosis, you really don't feel that hungry unless you see a commercial for pizza. And then you're like, damn, I am hungry. Uh, but otherwise, the hunger isn't nearly as bad as you probably might expect. Um, and again, it it's almost like a built-in daily challenge for you, and it can be empowering sometimes to overcome that and successfully complete it. So I, I guess one other benefit that is worth mentioning and gets brought up a lot is the, the fact that extended periods of fast um, upregulate this cellular autophagy and that's something that we think is a lot of the reasons why it can provide some immune boosting benefits as well so autophagy is kind of this cellular oh, this is a bad word to use for for this but cellular cleansing or we kind of break down some of the more damaged cellular components and kind of recycle them so it's like you're killing off the weak parts uh, because again you're in an energy crisis so you need to kind of conserve energy supplies, or at least this is kind of what your body is doing. Um, so that would be another list of benefit, and that's why it can provide some kind of immune 
immune benefits or support in that regard. So why I'm doing it personally is probably for that reason primarily. Um, I also have an autoimmune condition and extended periods of fast have been shown to put some autoimmune disorders into temporary remission, probably as a result of not eating any of the foods or ingredients that may serve as a trigger or irritant to some autoimmune conditions. That's kind of my personal theory on it. Um, and then also I, I like the benefits from kind of a metabolic standpoint, improving metabolic efficiency, and then also just kind of challenging my relationship with food and getting me to be more mindful of it. So that's, that's some of the reasons that I like doing it. I don't do it um, during periods where I'm doing a lot of intense lifting and training because I, I really don't think it's the best from a recovery standpoint in those types of scenarios uh, like I explained earlier. So I usually try to select it on days where I'm doing an off day or not lifting that day and just doing more aerobic types of activities and just plan it around my schedule that way. I, I'm a fan of the 16-8 hour fasting split that just works best for me. You can really do it any way you want. So that's a little bit about intermittent fasting. Uh, hit us up if you have any questions on it, uh, concerns, you know, anything that you want to learn more about. Hopefully that was helpful.